Welcome to episode 99 of the FPL Hangover Podcast, where we raise the bar and lower the tone, all things FPL related. We're almost at triple digits. Episode 100 is just around the corner. But before we get to that, we have the small matter of a double game week 19 to digest. And we're going to look ahead to game week 20, so plenty to talk about. And here to talk through all that nonsense with me is my podcast partner in crime, Seamus, how are you getting on, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, could have been better. Game week 19 seems to have passed me by as a missed opportunity more than anything else. Um, looking like a red arrow. There's still two games left to go in the game week, but uh, it's looking like a red arrow for me. Um, you, though, you're kind of... You could get a green arrow, possibly. You're, you're thereabouts. How did you, how's your game week going so far? You can, you can update me here. How many players have you got left? I just have Salah left, I think. So we're recording, just to put this in perspective, we're recording this on the 20th of January, which today is a Wednesday. Uh, the Man United full of match is completely finished. And yeah, there's just the Liverpool-Burnley match to take place tomorrow. And then we're all set. Game week uh, 19 is behind us in the rearview mirror. We're leaving it in our dust uh, I'm yeah. I'm not too. I'm not too uh, disappointed with it. It's been fine. I'm currently on. I might. We might as well just get to it, Seamus. I wanted to ask you how your week has been. Talk about how your fucking house is going. But yeah, no. You've already brought us straight to, straight to how the bastard and teams have turned out. So yeah, there's my team. It's on the screen for those of you using your ears. It's uh, 95 points so far with a minus eight. Um, so I've had, you know, some of the usual suspects from game week 19. Stones, Justin, Kufal, De Bruyne was my captain, Fernandez, Son, Vardy. And then, you know, the ones not delivering, Bamford, Suchik. As I said, Salah is still, still uh, you know, up in the air to see what he comes out with this game week. So 95 points minus eight with one to go. I'm not complaining. I also didn't have a goalkeeper this week because of Meslier's sudden absence. So out of ten players, meh, yeah, it's a it's really mild, good for ten players. Yeah, it's fine. It's a mild red arrow. Like um, I've dropped from going into this week, I was fifty eight k, and now I'm currently sitting on six k. So we'll see what the auto subs and the Liverpool sixty k. 60k, my apologies. Okay, good spot. <laughs> That'd that be, be some green arrow. That'd be a pretty good fucking week. I don't think I could be quite as uh, humble. But I'm not complaining in game of 18. I kept the green arrows alive uh, with the free hit. So I think I'm on like 12 straight greens since 2.4 million. I haven't got a red. So no I'm way. Not- yeah, it, I'm on I, it. I, I surely you got a red. I thought I didn't no. realize you're uh, still going. I thought you got a red arrow somewhere recently. No, That's crazy. Sorry, sorry bitch. This yeah. is uh, keeping the show afloat. Keeping the. Uh, Keeping the, you know, the fucking... What's it called when you have a reputation? A reputation. Keeping the reputation alive. That's what I'm doing. But how's your week been going, James? Enough yeah, about me. I'm, I'm impressed by you, Ger. 12 in a row. I've got 12 green arrows in my last 14. I have two reds in the middle of it there. Um, and I have my rank over the last two weeks from like a one just outside the 1 million to just outside 500k. But it's looking like a red now. Um, live FPL has me projected. And like before today, it was... It was a green, but that City game did me. My captain, De Bruyne, only getting one point um, didn't really help. And Man City keeping a clean sheet. And uh, who got the goals in that game? Of Gundogan course, you're leaving game. out the, the one player that you didn't have this week. That seems to have been the the biggest talking point. I'm sure we'll see puns aplenty in titles of... Uh, many other FPL podcasts but not in this one and this one it's strictly heavy metal song titles no trolling stones or what was the one you had Seamus did you have a John Stones pun a tale of two John Stones that was it yeah a tale of two stones I think it sounds better it rolls off the tongue but uh, yeah you didn't have him and you were pretty bitter a couple of nights ago pretty pretty bitter yeah, in our private group chat here, you were getting a lot of praise for genius moves. And uh, I was like, hang on a second here. Like, getting John Stones is a good move, but it's not like, you know, a fucking genius move. Anyone could see getting a city defender was a good move this week. Um, I made mistakes this week, and I can talk about that. But, like, you were not getting John Stones going, you know what? 
I think he's going to get his first ever Man City goal in, I don't know how many, 100 appearances or whatever. I think he's going to get his first goal this week. And I actually think he might get two goals in the you same game. Say. You know what they say, Seamus? You know, it's like buses. Your your Premier League goals, your your inaugural Premier League goal is like a bus. You know, as soon as it, you know, one comes, a second one's right behind it. No, no, you're right. Um, you said it before we hit record in the sense that, and I agree with it. There was a lot of shit online about it as well in terms of, you know, people getting ratty that people were celebrating and people, you know, probably it was just a little rubbish uh, but you had people kind of bring up a valid point and I do agree with it and you did also touch on it in the sense that no one was getting John Stones ahead of Cancelo and Diaz do you know they just couldn't afford either or they already had them and they were getting Stones on top yeah of if you're getting a second city player you get the five million guy you know but like if I had a free hit this week I would have got uh, well, I, would, I wonder what I've got Cancelo because I think he was due arrest. But I definitely would have got Cancelo or, and Diaz or Diaz plus John Stones. I would have gone for double defense. I went for double defense last week in my free hit team, uh, and that worked out well. But uh, yeah, John Stones is always a good choice. But I mean, to come out of it, like he's got 27 points. That's like, crazy. That's crazy. That's like that's as high as like a points score in a, a single game. He's probably the highest uh, game week score in a single game week this season. Yeah, you know, probably so. this season. He's uh, he's twenty one point haul against uh, who was it? The, Crystal the, Palace. Crystal Palace. He's twenty one point haul against Crystal Palace. Was I think five points short of the highest ever, or I think twenty seven is the highest ever gotten by a defender in one single game week, and twenty one as he's like his only. And that was probably Laporte in a double game with a few seasons back I think probably. it was Graham Alexander or something like that I think it was, yeah. it's an old one but I did read that um, it was probably the only good tweet I've read from the official Fantasy Premier League Twitter account in ever you know like I was like oh look this is what you should be doing all the time these are this is what I would follow you for and like it facts. if yeah. it wasn't just some fucking edgelord troll fuck sending uh, you know passive aggressive tweets out to the people that literally play you know that pay his wages but uh look we're not gonna get bogged down in the johnstones too much i think as you said you know there were bet there are and you know were better city options they just didn't happen to to top his score this week i mean diaz also got like 11 points in that first game and picked up a clean sheet today as well so i mean he's when, now with at least when he got his second goal i have to say i celebrated <laughs> In a way, because I was like, De Bruyne put in the cross, and I was hoping someone would score from it. I was like, you know, another assist from my captain here would be brilliant. Uh, but then Diaz got the header, and I was like, uh, it was saved. I was like, oh, thank God, because I do. My one thing this week is I don't want City defenders. John Stones has already scored. I don't want City defenders. So the last thing I want is Diaz to score. It's like, oh, thank God, that will probably work in De Bruyne's favor. He'll get, you know, created a big chance. So that worked for him for the bonus, but he didn't actually score. And then it was smashed in. I was like, who was that? It's like, oh my God. <laughs> it's John Bloody Stones. And I was like, the one person I don't want. And look, not like he's still actually very lowly owned. I think he's like 10% owned. But his effective ownership in my 13%. rank this week. Is that, well, that's probably now because I think everyone just piled into him afterwards. But he was something around 10 or 11% at the start of the game week. But around my ownership uh his effective ownership was 30 percent, so it still wasn't that high it didn't crucify me i just the most sickening thing was he was a player i wanted and the mistake i made this i'll actually tell you the team i've got in now right now i'm on 71 points so my projected uh rank post auto subs at the minute with two games to go uh including robertson and salah and my team still to play is a about 100k drop from 518k down to 612k points for no points for my single game week players apart from Sun, who got five. Uh, Dallas, Bamford, and McCarthy, yeah, they were all going to be double game week players until their game got cancelled. So that was a kick in the stones, but I went with it. I had Cresswell, he got <laughs> 10. Yeah, there's ways about it. Uh, I had Cresswell, 10 points. Suchek, 4 points. De Bruyne, captain, um, 16 points. Salah did nothing. Uh, Fernandez got the assist tonight, which was, was debatable. But I guess under letters of law, I suppose it is if his intended target was Cavani. So he got eight points. But the real saviors were in defense. Cresswell with the 10. Um, Justin with 14. And Justin would have been on my bench had I made the moves I was looking at, I guess. 
And Robertson's there with six, and I'm hoping for more. I'm hoping for more from Salah, even though Salah's points probably won't really impact me. It's all about what Robertson does. So I just couldn't stretch to getting a Man City defender without taking a minus four or a minus eight. And then I was like, yes, that's going to strengthen up that area of my team, but I'm going to have to take out... Basically, I had to take out Robertson to do it. I didn't want to take out Robertson. And there was no other way to do it rather than ripping up my team. And then I was like, what way is my team going to look in game week 20, 21? I'm going to have to make more transfers to get these out. So I was like, it might be a minus four, it might be a minus eight, but it's really a minus 12 because I'm going to be committing more transfers to correcting this down the line. Now, I get you. your you... minus eight was immediately paid back by John Stones alone. It so was. it was worth it. I should have just had some fucking balls and actually you... made the moves. You're like, but you were a rarity. I actually, come the deadline, game week 19 deadline, I was... Um... I was a little bit, I, wouldn't, I don't know if impressed is the right word, but I was definitely, uh, I definitely sat up and paid attention to the fact that you had made no changes. You rolled your transfer going into game week 19 and uh, just said, fuck it, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm happy enough with the team I have and no reason not to look at it there. And those who are watching on YouTube, YouTube, those who are watching on YouTube, you're also seeing his screen. And if you would be so kind as to hit the subscribe button, that would be much appreciated but yeah you went in uh, like a little ostrich egg this week no hits a rarity in the fbl community and uh yeah it it kind of backfired as you said there wasn't a whole lot you could have done like that you were thinking about that wouldn't have paid off this week uh you mentioned kufal city defense you were looking at all these and all uh, the players i looked at scored but I could have went, I could have went, as I said, I really wanted to get a Man City defender in there, but I didn't want to rip my team. I easily could have went Dallas to Kufal. And you're I doing the said, City defender next week, so it's not like you're ripping your team off. Yeah, but here's the thing. It all came down to, like, I didn't have the balls, and a lot of it came down to the short turnaround between game weeks and how busy I was this week, and I didn't have time to just sit there analyzing it. I think I remember talking to you, and you said you were sitting at, you know, your desk, looking at your team for a good few hours Friday night, talking to your missus, kind of bouncing ideas off her before you eventually oh, yeah. pull the trigger on your moves. But I didn't have that time Friday. I've been doing stuff like prepare, like we're about to move house for the first time in like 10 years. So there's a lot of stuff to move. And I just haven't had time. I was working Saturday morning. So I was like, I can't make my mind up here. And when I can't make my mind up, I'm like, I know what I want to do next week. They've got City of Three Nice Fixtures coming up and I have a move to get two City Defenders in. But the only way I could do it this week was to get rid of Robertson. I was like, I just have a feeling Robertson will go big and maybe I can get away with not having City. Now, that fucking boned me, but maybe I should have just went, you know what, get Kufal in for Dallas. I just didn't want to double up in that West Ham defense. It would have been the right move. I would have made an extra like 13 points. Fuck it. And uh, I just, it was Antonio that killed me and it was Man City defenders that killed me this week. Yeah. I mean, I didn't kill you too bad. It's not like they fucking ripped you to pieces like you're still you know doing okay 71 points pretty no but fine. i mean i was on a green arrow until um antonio scored until that game yesterday with kufal and antonio came away with points and then man city afterwards um came out with uh you know but it was man city today but uh those those games turned like a small green arrow into uh, a red arrow i'm quite a kind of a big red arrow like 100 100 k red arrow from 500 to 600k that's like according to this it's an 18 percent rank percentage change and yeah. after the the villa newcastle game and after the after the liverpool game it could be could be more so look okay, it's, it's not the bad it's not the worst it's just it's a missed opportunity it is anyone who played their bench boost anyone who pre-hit it or anyone who wildcarded yesterday uh, last week in game week 18 before this and got in like Triple City and West Ham players and stuff like that. These are the players that are smiling, smiling right now. They they've really made big gains. Well, I'm kind of smiling right now a little bit. Um, like as you said, I took a minus eight this week, and I did spend a long time mulling it over. I don't accept your bullshit excuse of being up to walls because when I say I was sitting here at my desk I wasn't sitting here in my fucking pajamas at five o'clock in the evening I was sitting here at like half twelve one o'clock in the morning thinking it over don't act like you weren't at home at that stage and you could have been doing the exact same thing but I was sitting here and I, it did it did it was actually kind of I wouldn't say stressing me out but it's as close to stressing me out as I get with FPL um I even spoke as you said to 
to herself and I said like she said what's what's the issue and she doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on she's not a big football fan um, let alone an FPL fan so she asked me what was going on I explained to her look I'm thinking of getting out Robertson and and Son um, they're the two highest scoring players in the game and I'm thinking of doing X and Y and she just kind of said without really even looking up from whatever she was doing she's like well that doesn't sound like it makes a whole lot of sense and when she said it, I was like, oh, you bitch. I was like, you're you're right. I was like, of course, of course I can't go minus eight and get rid of the two highest scoring players. Maybe I can half it. And then I, I said that to her later on. I was like, I'm going to half. I'm just going to get rid of one of them, Robertson. And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about, you know, a bit more fair. And I did. And as I said, he got the clean sheet this week, but he's not going to get. Um, whatever, 21 points tomorrow against Burnley. Here's me now, foot in mouth. This is exactly, you know, exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Destroy my minus eight altogether. But I took the minus eight. I got rid of Robertson. I got rid of Rashford, who only got a three-point return this week. And I got rid of um my Taylor Burnley. Not my not my Taylor. He's <laughs> he's a long-time family friend. I'll never get rid of him. You're precious. But, yeah, exactly. But I got rid of Taylor for Burnley, and uh, yeah, he missed the first one. He might play the second, but he did miss the first one. And uh, yeah, Stones. Who did you get for Taylor? Stones. Or Who no, did you get for uh, Sorry. I got Stones for Robertson, but I got Mitchell for Taylor, which would allow me to upgrade oh, Rashford to, to Bruyne. Yeah. I had to take, <laughs> I was point one from going Robertson to Stones, Rashford to KDB. That's the That was the real sickener for me this week, was mm. 0.1 off it. And I was like, come on, get out of town. But look, I bit the bullet, I'm not complaining now. And, you know, we are what we are. So, yeah, game week 19, it's kind of in the rearview mirror now a little bit, at least to anyone who's going to be listening to this, uh, you know, at this stage, it's, it's, it's done. There's that Liverpool match left. Um, a lot of triple digits. I'm seeing a lot of big accounts getting massive weeks, bench boosts working out all over the shop. Not so much to triple captain though, which was a big question going into this week. You know, triple captain De Bruyne. I haven't seen a whole lot of successful triple captains. Uh, Vardy's uh, didn't work out. As I said, KDB didn't work yeah. out. There wasn't a whole lot else. I'm seeing 100 plus points in, um, well, you know, our scores in the 90s at least in mm. lots of mini leagues I'm in. But our own kind of main rivalry mini league with uh, us and some of our buddies. The original, you know, the OG mini league. Yeah, the OG mini league. No, no one there. You've got the highest with like an, a net 87 points after your hit. Um, no one's in the triple digits there. But it's just, it feels like. Feels like it could have easily been in trouble. If I free hit it this week, like all the players would have come in. I, you know, that Antonio was just a risk too much. And again, I was point one off getting Shea Adams to Antonio. I didn't have mm. enough in the bank. There was another one. I was like, oh, do I want to do that? But again, this would have all been facilitated by getting rid of Robertson. I just, I don't know. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool and City. None of these guys are like they're all killing me this year. When I don't have Salah, Salah's banging in goals, even though he's not playing well. If I bite the bullet and go, well, I'm just going to have to get Salah. Salah goes on three games in a row where he does fucking nothing. And then if I'm like, you know, Robertson's keeping clean sheets, I get Robertson, you know, he's just keeping some clean sheets, but like not compared. He's like getting outscored massively by stones and stuff. So just can't make a, make big gains. It's just a struggle this year. And at least I'm back to what? 600K now. Um, I'm in a position to finish top 100k. That's got to be my new goal. You know, yeah, my goal was to get top 50k, 20k if I could get there. But if I get, if I can get a, a five-digit rank, I'll be happy enough. Uh, so I'll just take it and move on. It's just chin up, just not chin working. Up, Seamus. Yeah, chin up, time. old boy. I would like to pass my apologies down to any of the viewers on YouTube because I just realized I haven't been actually sharing the screen. I thought I was sharing, so I thought I was going through my team and your team with the visuals to accompany it. Not the case. They're there now, but that's all. That's all in the past. See, this is why you should only listen to us on podcast, James. I don't know how well we're translating to the visual no. format here. I mean, shut up, Jer. Like, subscribe, rate. <laughs> You're not selling this, Jer. I know. I know. I'm they won't I mean, just. Just take a little. They won't get to your, your great beard. You know, if they're if they're just listening to this. Oh, stop it. There's plenty of better better beards. But that's what my dad always said. He said, there'll always be someone with a better beard than you, son. So just shave it, you bald prick. You know, Mm. I don't 
But look, that's enough looking back at uh, game week 19. Uh, Let's look ahead. to Before we look ahead, actually, I nearly skipped out on what was my highlight of the game week. I actually got a lovely delivery um, just before the game week deadline. I think it arrived on the Friday. So um, I unpacked that. And I've got... I actually do have the visual accompanied there. Anyone who is listening, you can check this out on our Twitter page at FBL Hangover. But a lovely little package arrived this week from Kinnegar's Kinnegar's Brewery in County Donegal, up north, uh, full of fucking cans. I won the Irish Manager of the Month in the Fantasy Kings. Um, I was Jesus, and he said cash league. Now, less of that anymore. Uh, in the Fantasy Kings Prem League, and uh, I took a home a Kinniger fucking hamper thing. So they sent out a bunch of bottles, a bunch of cans. I'm gonna actually drink one here tonight, live on air. I'm gonna set the skull up pretty soon. Um, but yeah, you can see it there. A bunch of lovely, 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 lovely cans. And I know a load of people that listen to this. Love their craft beer um, a lot more than I do. Like, I like my craft beer, but I realistically drink, you know, piss out of a fucking Wellington. Like, that's that's the way I, that's the way I was raised. And, uh, yeah, this, um, this has been a fucking revelation a bit over the weekend. It was recommended to us by the dude Abides on Twitter. Uh, he was suggesting uh, the Thumper. And I was thinking, oh, he knows his craft beer. He loves his craft beer. Uh, fuck it, you know, but I, it probably won't be for me, which is usually what I think of when I come to a craft beer. It's like, uh, I'm sure it's it's amazing, but it'll be a little bit too hoppy. Be lost, lost on you, yeah. That's but what I always wasn't. think with craft beers. It's like, this is this is wasted on me. It's over my head. I'm not going to. Yeah, no, but this wasn't lost on me. This beer, actually, I would recommend it. I'll definitely get you a couple of cans of it. Some stage, shame is uh, Thumper Beer by... Kinniger Brewery, um, all in all, I can't, I can't uh, thank them enough for that savage little kit they sent there. There's even coasters, James, beer mats, which is something that I think the FBL Hangover is going to have to invest in uh, pretty soon. Some FBL Hangover beer mats. If you want to see that shit, leave a comment below, and uh, we we might actually pull our finger out of our holes. But back to FPL, back to reality. Um, yeah. Game week 19 is nearly done. Um, game week 20, though, that's uh, kicking off pretty soon, Tuesday. Um, so, what, four or five days away? We've got a weekend of FPF or FPF, FA Cup matches. Um, I don't know the FA Cup fixtures. I haven't really looked at them. I know there's a few. But I also know Villa are playing Newcastle at the weekend. So, there is a little bit of FPL action, which is uh, a nice change of pace. Usually, you know, the weekend, the FA Cup weekends are just void of any FPL um, information but not this weekend we're going to get to see our ranks plummet even further Seamus for not having any Villa defenders how are you thinking that Villa Newcastle game is going to go well it's going to go one way you know Aston Villa are going to bait Newcastle to a, within an inch of their life Newcastle are one of the worst teams in the league they're terrible they had a good start they got points on the board if you watch their form lately like Sheffield United are beating them like that, yeah. that tells you all you need to know. Um, so, yeah, no, um, I'm honestly looking at my team right now for next game week, for game week 20. Mm-hmm. And I realized um, Leeds are playing Newcastle. I'm like, I put the captaincy on Bamford right now because I just don't think I want to trust Kevin De Bruyne anymore. And I just realized he's got a flag. So I didn't see tonight's games. You said he went off injured, did he? He went off on the 58th minute, 59th minute, I'm sure some will claim. But according to FPL, it was the fifty-eight minutes, and um, maybe that was a, maybe that was a dig at the general. They were like, "No, we're not giving you the fifty-nine fucking minute. Fuck you. That's maybe. that's that's a no." But um, yeah, he went off fifty-eight minutes. He was kind of holding his leg a little bit, and he spoke to Pep. Apparently, it was a bit of a, a muscular injury. So they said that, they said after the game they'd see how that was in the next few days. The usual post-match, um, you know cliches or we'll have to take time to see blah 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 blah. which you know to be honest with you it's probably a little unfair to them that's honestly what would need to be done Mm. (laughs) if that was any injury i'm gonna cross my fingers anyway and i'm gonna hope that that's just code for he's not gonna play the fa cup game um but he's back for the the west brom game i have my team up on screen there seamus and i actually don't have bamford captain i'm going with a home 
match against Sheffield United uh, Fernandez. He's got mm. my the big C at the moment. He got an assist tonight. Um, a, a, as you said, a, a somewhat fortunate one, I suppose. Uh, but United is in pretty decent form. Back to top of the league. Top of the league. They're having a laugh. And uh, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty fucking tight up there. But we're still sitting at the summit. And uh, while that's the case, I don't really have much of an issue captain Fernandez. I mean, I know we all kind of know he's away record, but like he's on penalties. It's not like he doesn't perform. He got a goal in his last home match against Villa. He's got uh, a goal, uh, two goals and assist against Leeds at home. Do you know, so it's not like he doesn't perform at home. He's just, you know yourself. Everyone knows Fernandez at this stage. I'm not going to wax lyrical about it. Yeah. But he's got my captain right now. He's I the obvious pick. Yeah. I mean, you have to be thinking with Leeds losing at the weekend to Brighton. 1-0, um, or not the weekend, but in the previous game week. Um, you have to be a little bit concerned about Leeds' form, or do you think this will just be a, a walk in the park? Uh, well, I think it will be a walk in the park because I just think Newcastle are that bad. I kind of rate um, Newcastle to be you know, so much worse than um, how good Leeds are. Yeah. Um, Leeds, you know, look, Brighton, they play Brighton at home. If you watch that game, the game looked like it was played on a fucking farm, you know, like some fucking field that had been torn up by a fucking combine harvester. The place, the pitch looked just torn up. Like it was like weather conditions played a factor in that as well. But that leads pitch just looks like pretty much of a disaster. So I'd actually lean away from captaining Bamford if he was playing at home because I think the pitch would just negatively impact um, Leeds' performance. And yeah, I think there's going to be a reaction against Newcastle. Newcastle are a poor team. And uh, yeah, they haven't got that crap pitch to contend with. So it could be an idea. Uh, Bruno's looked tired to me. It, it was one of the reasons I didn't triple captain De Bruyne this week is De Bruyne's looked tired. But like he obviously had such good fixtures. I, I was still captaining him. Um, I didn't have Vardy, so I maybe would have considered him otherwise. I considered Salah, and Salah could still go off against Burnley here. But um that's Salah looks off it too. Both of the main captaincy options this week looked off it, and yeah, I think Fernandez still looked off it again today. He he'll, he'll try things and he'll create things. He got lucky with the assist, like you said. I think he just whipped in a ball. Technically speaking, if it's a shot and his keeper spills it, that's an assist. But thing is, he was the only one in the box. You could say he was the intended recipient of the pass or the cross so it should be an assist so yeah yeah i i wouldn't go against anyone going for uh bruno it's on but paper it's the you. best picture yeah i just think yeah i'm, I'm just gonna try something different i'm just gonna try and have a bit of fun this week i think i'm gonna try and captain bamford i think you're full of shit i think they're you're gonna have the captaincy on a big hitter come the i'm my captain's night. son like son is the other person i might uh captain um at home against liverpool if I'm honest, because Liverpool's away record is fucking terrible. Yeah, how do you um, see the Liverpool Spurs match going? I could see uh, Spurs winning. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, me it too. depends I mean, now. Is Matip back? If Matip is back, then it might be a bit different. But uh, Son up against Trent Alexander Arnold could be a good one. Like, the Spurs play better when they're playing against these bigger teams. Uh, I know uh, Liverpool narrowly beat them 2 1 the last time they played them only a few weeks ago. But uh, away from home, they've been actually terrible. So I would say I, I can't see a Liverpool clean sheet. I'm probably going to sell Robertson this week for a City defender. Uh, that's the plan, at least. So, um, yeah, I think uh, so Son could be... So if you put a, your money where your mouth is, what result do you think to Liverpool Spurs matches? I'd say maybe 2-1. Two one. Two or maybe 1-0. To, one to nil. Spurs? Maybe, maybe even 1-0 Spurs. That's the only reason I may not... Uh, yeah, to Spurs... I think that might be the only reason I don't captain Son is like I think there might be only one goal in it and that could easily be a Harry Kane penalty or something like that. So I think um, there's probably more likely chance of Leeds putting a few goals past Newcastle or you know United against um, Sheffield uh, United against Sheffield. But it's you think there's goals in it, but United are due a big win. It's I'm just afraid that Fernandez may not be the person getting the goals. Could be just Rashford hat trick. Martial, a couple of goals. Cavani getting a couple. Greenwood, yeah. a goal or two. So When is that ever? When was the last time United got a... Fu- I, do you know what? Actually, I think the last time United got a bunch of goals was against, and, and Fernandez didn't deliver anything was against Sheffield United in the away fixture this season. If memory serves me correctly, 
if it wasn't this season, I think it was this season. It I think you first... can consider Leeds when they beat Leeds 6-2, probably uh, a game where there was a rake of goals. No, no, I, my, I was saying when that Fernandez didn't actually get a return. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Burnley away, Liverpool no, my, away. In a massive scoring match. My point was, oh, I sorry. remember that away fixture against Sheffield United last, or I think it was this season, obviously. And uh, I captained Bruno and I just needed, and I think it was the last game week of the season, the last uh, match of the game week. And I was going, brilliant, here we go. Uh, someone else has blanked. I think people had captained KDB or Salah, they had blanked. And I was rubbing my hands and, yeah, Bruno, it was his first away blank in the United jersey, I think, if memory serves me correctly. So, yeah, maybe I'm tempting fate a little bit by doing it all over again. But you know what they say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you still, because I will, I will not be fooled again. But well, you could uh, say a, a thing about just uh, his home record, okay? There's a lot being said that he's an away machine and at home he's not so good. His last three home games, he scored 10, 6, and 17 points. So that's 33 points in three games at home. His last three games at Old Trafford. So I wouldn't worry about that so much. Um, that's kind of tempting me to go back and put the armband on him now. Yeah, I guarantee you. Come deadline, <laughs> Talk you're myself the captain on fucking Bruno. I'm actually struggling this week with um, my defense uh, and looking at the, the upcoming matches. You've got a, a, like a lot of potential clean sheets. I think City against West Brom is you know almost a, a I would say it's a banker for me um, with how tight City have been at the moment at the back. I, t- I, I can see them easily keeping a clean sheet. Burnley away for Villa. That's another one where I think um, could be interesting. It's worth noting that Target came off tonight on the 78-odd minute and kept his clean sheet for Villa, but I don't know if that was due to a potential injury. That was the only thing I was wondering, if this is Dean Smith protecting him from getting that booking and missing the Newcastle game, but it seemed very strange to be substituting you know, a defender who was having a pretty, a pretty uh, decent game Um with 15 minutes to go and, and it's still so tight at nil nil. So I would suspect he picked up a bit of a knock. We'll find out more about that in, in the next coming uh, or in the upcoming days. But again, a Villa owners will be pretty happy with an away match to Burnley. That's a, that's going to be a pretty low, a low XG kind of game. I'd imagine, you know, well, at least from, yeah, if you've got Martinez, if you've got Grealish, you've got Watkins, you're, you're keeping your whole land for there. I uh, wouldn't give out with that. Likewise, um, the other team that looked like Villa and FPL, uh, West Ham, have yeah, a good away game to away Palace. to Crystal Palace. So are they starting Suchek and Cresswell this week? You know, that's not a worry. Probably not expecting massive hauls from any of those, but I think there's a good chance of a clean sheet for Cresswell and Suchek. So those are pretty good. Sufal, yeah. Suchek, actually, though. Um, Sufal. <laughs> yeah, Suchek, though. Thomas the Blank Engine, as I've seen floating around the place. Uh, pe- pre- people pretty uh, upset that he returned Zilch in the double game week. I said it to you today, I don't think it should be that shocking. A, f- a five million midfielder, you know, if Mark Noble um, two years ago, if you got Mark Noble into your West Ham team and he got nothing in a double game week, you wouldn't be really think overthinking that you go yeah he's five fucking million yeah you know? yeah so what's he got like if he's got four points from two in, in one game week for something that costs five million he's got like 80 percent of his you know uh price back in points you yeah, know exactly. so yeah yeah I'm, I'm happy enough with that i mean it would have been nice i think it was set up for some points but it didn't happen um, i think it was set up for fucking antonio wasn't it though that was the thing i'm with you in the sense that like obviously anyone looking and we mentioned him last week anyone looking uh, to make a transfer in the forward line in game week for game week 19 was looking at Antonio I mean West Ham had the two nicest fixtures uh, the only question was would he be able to play the two games you know there was lots of doubts over whether he'd start both games and I know that put me off a little bit and I'm sure it put you off yeah fitness concerns but it didn't matter 18 point return yeah, if he'd been and look, it was lucky as well. I can't say much about the uh, the second game week because I didn't see it against West. Was it against West Brom? Yeah. Um, the first game against uh, who was it? First match against Burnley. Burnley, yeah. Um, like he got a lucky goal there. You don't normally see Burnley concede the goal that he scored in that game, where the Ben Mee misses his header 
and like basically yeah. flicks it onto him two yards out and he just taps it in on the post. Like normally Bernie just clear every single ball into the box like that. In fact, if he hadn't even touched it, whoever was behind him, Tarkowski, I assume would have just cleared it. So very lucky goal. Um, didn't really do a whole lot. I can't really speak too much for the, the second game, but it was inevitable. He'd score when I didn't think he'd start. I didn't think he'd play so many minutes. Um, yeah, but it would have been nice to take a gamble on. If you're going to take a gamble on one player, it would have been him. Um, yeah, so look, fair play to anyone who did get them. And look, they've got nice fixtures. I assume he's got a few days break now before the next game, so he'll be okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. player I'd like. What uh, what way is your team looking for this upcoming game week? Is there any fixtures you'd look to target? Not specifically. I mean, like I kind of want to take a bit of a breather now that the double game week and the free hit have passed us by. Like I know you have your two frees, so you're going to be making some wholesale changes to your squad but i kind of prepped for the to for the double game week you know with game week 20 in mind as i'd imagine most managers do and that means that you know i'm probably gonna roll a transfer this week i do have a bit of an issue with meslier as i said at the top of the show he missed uh the weekend's fixture against brighton i think he's got covid i'm saying that with skepticism but i i'm assuming it's covid and he missed the match um but hopefully he's back soon so i might have to sort out that goalkeeper situation but other than that i'm rolling in with you know the classic midfield five son fernandez suchik salad de bruyne my secret weapon and someone who was a a bit of a damp squib this weekend was jamie vardy or this double game week was jamie vardy he blanked in both matches Southampton and Chelsea delivering two point returns in both looked like a bit of a doubt for the Chelsea match but overcame any of that started played the 90 minutes and uh, didn't do shit but their fixtures coming up man if you look at uh, Leicester's upcoming fixtures it's just it's Everton this week an away match against Everton who look a little bit resurgent their team is coming back together a little bit Dina is back uh, you know is back I assume Rodriguez is coming back to fitness um, and they have so I'm not entirely convinced about their match uh, against Everton on Wednesday but right after that they have a home match against Leeds and we know one thing about Leeds regardless of how fantastic they are to watch it's that they do love conceding shots and uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy to have a you know a Jamie Vardy going into that Leeds match, following a Fulham or you know just ahead of a Fulham match, yeah. four days later. So I'm gonna be holding on to not it for just a while. not just shots though. They they all steam forward, they all pile forward to in, get involved in the attack, and they leave like very little, um, you know, in the defence. So they leave the back door open. So that like is primed for someone like Jamie Vardy in that game. Um, then they play Fulham after that. Uh, which is another great game. Yeah, Fulham been better recently, but they lost two one here. They've still only they still haven't won like what seven games now, eight games maybe. Fulham. Yeah. So yeah. you would think that's a good game for Vardy. Wolves after that away. I don't know what to make of Wolves. They seem to be persisting with a back four, even though it doesn't seem to be working for them. They've really been in bad form the last month, um, and I think you know now maybe who knows by the time they play them on the seventh of February. They Wolves could be in good form again, but I think yeah, those games. Apparently, the Everton game, I would agree. Everton seemed to up their game and play better against um, better teams. The top six kind of teams. Yeah, definitely. So I'm not really counting my, you know, count. Uh, not expecting a lot from the Leicester game, but I am hoping for a decent return out of that Leeds match. And Wolves, as you said, they're kind of like a no-go FPL zone for me right now in regards mm. to their, you know, their their main threat is obviously out injured with Jimenez and defensively they seem extremely leaky I, the, I don't know I don't even know 100% what that back lineup is going to be do you know like it's constantly changing he subbed off Cody there two game weeks ago or two matches ago first time ever Cody's been subbed off uh, by DeSanto and uh, yeah um, I'm I'm not touching Wolves with a you know with a barge pole at the moment but in regards to Leicester, it's all systems go. Clean sheets and uh, Vardy's in my team. 
But what about you? Are you targeting any matches? I mean, I, I know I didn't really pick out one because I'm not targeting any specifically. I've already um, set up my team. But you, yeah, anything the in game specific? I would target would be um, the two the two fixtures I think I would target would be Leeds against Newcastle away. I mentioned that already. I won't dwell on this. Um, yeah, and Man City. Um, Man City away to West Brom as well. I would Another target one that. one. Um, one one for West Brom. No. No, I think there's uh, there's goals in that game. I think they're in a much better position now than that Man City that is than when they they played them last time. Uh, Aston Villa against Burnley could be good another one, but I don't know. I wouldn't rule out Burnley at the same time. I think that would be a low scoring one. So it's hard to to pin across that. And then uh, the United Sheffield game is the is the other one. But other than Bruno, I don't really know where I want to go with Man United. So I think I'll just have Bruno maybe captain him. You've kind of talked me into it a bit more. Uh, it's a bit more down on them at the start, but I uh, wouldn't touch Chelsea. Um, Brighton are playing Fulham. I wouldn't touch that game. Spurs, Liverpool. I mean, go in with the assets you already have, but I wouldn't be buying anyone or targeting for that. Southampton, Arsenal is another one that could be tough. Please see Southampton winning that 1-0 or that being nil all. So, yeah, I... Um, yeah, I, if I can ask you a question here, because I just noticed something here, because I brought in, my plan is to bring in two City defenders and attack that City game, okay? Yeah. Um, banking on a clean sheet. Stones and either Cancelo and DS. Okay, that means getting rid of Robertson. I already said I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet against New, um, Spurs. Who has, who is the top scoring defender in FPL right now? Overtaking Robertson. He's no longer the top, going, top scoring defender in FPL. Do you know who it is? Uh, James Justin. No, although he is a hero of mine. Personal yeah. personal success this year is getting on him straight away. Uh, it's Aaron Cresswell, actually. Surprisingly, mm. I know he's been playing well as well. I was really surprised to see he's top of the defender charts. Now Robertson has a game tomorrow. This could change. What's he'll, the what's the points. points between the two? There's only one point between them. It's 87 ah, okay. to Cresswell, uh, 86 to Robertson. But uh, so assuming Robertson gets two points tomorrow, he'll be top again. But I just thought it was interesting. I didn't realize how well Cresswell had been doing. Well, I mean, it's just a symptom of how well. I mean, it just might sound redundant, but it's a symptom of how well West Ham have been doing. Like I think this was up until that West Brom game, they were on four clean sheets in a row, or they hadn't conceded in seven hours of football, and then you know, Mateus Pereira comes along and. Uh, bangs one in which ended that but yeah their clean sheets have been phenomenal and i think like you know their their future matches their upcoming fixtures as the the professionals might say not looking too bad i mean it gets pretty hairy around game week 25 with spurs city and united in the next you know in three of those four but in between those four is a leeds one in 27 but look we're getting into double game week and blank game week territory here we're going too far ahead looking at the immediate matches Crystal Palace away, pretty sexy from a West Ham defensive perspective. Liverpool at home, obviously not so much. But then Villa, Fulham, Sheffield, you know, that's when it gets into that. And that's fine. You know, like I I'll, I have no issues uh, holding on to Soufal. You've went with the more expensive option. You've gone with Cresswell. And uh, I think, as I said to you before the show, or before we hit record, watching that first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 30 minutes of the West Ham match, I was just looking at all the crosses. Now, maybe this was a case of, like, I don't, you know, grass is greener on the other side syndrome. I'm looking at the player you have or the player that the premium asset from that West Ham defense in Cresswell, and he's just whipping balls in nonstop. And I'm just like, oh, Christ. Like, Antonio's sticking his head on one of these. Turns out the opposite this week. Soufal got that assist. But going forward, like, I'd have, would you advocate doubling up on a, a West Ham defense? I wish I did this week. I definitely wish I did this week. But look, what can you do? Um, I don't know if I double up on him now because, as I said, like the time to do probably was just gone. Yeah. Um, Sufal or Kufal or whatever, however you pronounce him, is a good pick. Um, you know, I wouldn't advocate Cresswell over him. Is he worth the extra money? I don't know. Maybe he'll prove to be, but it didn't see. It wasn't this game week, and um, yeah, he's better for the baseline bonus. Cresswell, that is. And but, he's uh, all the set pieces, which Sufal yeah. isn't. Sufal is, is a fine pick. I think that's all you need there. I don't know if I double up there. There's, you, If you want to double up anywhere, you double up in City Defence. Uh, Robertson's still probably a fine pick. I'm going to sell him to fund that. Um, I just yeah. think their pick fixtures are a bit hit and miss. Okay, um, Spurs away. Bad. They're just bad away. And the next two games in 2021 are away against two informed teams. Well, 
would you say Spurs are in form? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But they're good um, away from home. West Ham are away. Then they've got Brighton at home. Okay, that would be a clean. Man City at home, probably not. So, yeah, they've got only one good fixture in the next four. So I would say, yeah, I'm going to have to sell. Might keep Salah. I'm with you. I actually have a defender up on screen here that I got in, as I said, this week with uh, with a minus. But it was kind of looking ahead to not only is he extremely cheap, but uh, looking ahead to their upcoming fixtures. And it might be a bit of a sneaky one, Seamus. But I've gone back to Tyreek Mitchell, a man who we visited uh, you know, earlier on in the season. And if you look at Crystal Palace's upcoming matches, like... I mean, he'll be sitting on my bench for the vast majority of these. But a whole match against West Ham, a whole match against Wolves, then it's away against Newcastle and away to Leeds. So there you got four tricky matches. Like You wouldn't be counting on clean sheets for any of them, but I'm happy to leave a 3.9 defender on my bench. Right after that, you come into Burnley at home, Brighton away, Fulham at home. Like There's a cup, there's a clean sheet or two in there, I think. Um, and, yeah. you know, depending on what the sitch is at the time, I have no problem uh, keeping him sitting on my bench right now, especially when you were the likes of Dunn sitting there for what was 3.9 is now 3.8. I'd rather have a Mitchell, you know? Oh, I'd always have rather have a Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he, especially as soon as he came back into the team, and while he was like, oh, I really wish this was Mitchell because he had lost his place for a while. Do you think he keeps his place now ahead of Van Anholt? Well, the, uh, the thing about it is, that, you know, as well as you were saying, look, you'd rather wait like from game week 24 onwards, he's got nice fixtures. I mean, you could argue some of those other games. 22 against Newcastle away is a good fixture too. And yeah. Wolves aren't tearing up trees, especially away from home. So, yeah, game week 21 maybe. But he might be out of the team by then. I, definitely, I personally think he will be It's still in the team. I, I think he'll keep his place. The uh, the reason he's in the team apparently is that Van Arnold, apart from playing very, very poorly and fans call Crystal Palace fans calling for him to be dropped anyway um, is out of contract at the end of the season and doesn't look like he's renewing his contract so there's really no incentive for Roy Hodgson to play him What yeah. you know, if it, chances are I know maybe they're going to try and sell him offload him maybe he's going to be a free agent he's going to leave anyway so you might as well get Mitchell more and more experience in game time if he's kind of the future of the club this and he's had, he's had some fantastic games lately. Like, oh, he's played uh, really well in a few games there. What was the game? Arsenal? That Arsenal game he played yeah, excellent. that's what I was you know? trying to think of. He played absolutely smashing in that. Um, the one yeah. that everyone got him off the bench for, of course. Yeah. They also bought Ferguson there um, in preseason, who was meant to be amazing. Um, hasn't played a minute this season. Has had some persistent injuries and stuff like that. Well, I wonder, would you see him coming in and taking game time before the end of the season? I mean, there's nothing to suggest, suggest he will. Um, his injury problems just seem to be getting the better of him. So I don't know why I, I, I don't prioritize it as a transfer, which is why I haven't done it before now. He's the sort of player when I saw him come back in, I was like, oh, I'd like to have him. But I'm not going to spend uh, a transfer my fifth defender. I just leave down there with no points. There's been no yeah. point this season where even with COVID and all that, where I've only played 10 players um, because I haven't had enough players coming off the bench. I always have one or two playing subs, even if it's just Brewster for one point. Well, I got my first 10-player game week of the year this week, uh, of the season this week with Meslier. So I've I've lost my, uh, you know, full team virginity. But yeah, we're coming to the end of the show, Seamus. Is there anything you want to touch on before we wrap this all up? Yeah, I think we've touched on the oh, games that are important. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I just thought of something big. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know what I've been trying to remember. Our hundred episode. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think we're done with game week twenty. We'll fucking see you on the other side of it. But uh yeah, hundred episodes coming up and uh I've got uh we've got something special planned. We kinda hinted at it a couple of weeks ago. Um maybe it's not that special in the grand scheme of things, but for us it's the first and we're gonna do our inaugural live stream on right now it's up in the air whether it's Wednesday the 27th with that Man United Sheffield match watch along or do we push it to the Thursday the 28th and um, we will obviously confirm that in you know in the next couple of days and stuff but um, maybe if you guys have a preference and you'd rather 
there's a specific match that you would rather us do a live stream of, then yeah, then let us know down below and that'll definitely swing us or give us some food for thought. But right now we were kind of discussing the pre-show and we haven't fully made up our mind, but that's the plan for the 100 episode. It's going to be our first ever live stream. Hopefully we get a couple of you know regular listens, listeners uh, along with us and it'll be interesting. I've never done it before. I don't really know what to expect. It's kind of the way I think the show would probably go in the long run uh, in the terms of this is essentially a fucking live stream anyway. I'm just putting it out after we've finished just in case Seamus is a classic Seamus and completely rats out a local crime lord and I have to remove <laughs> it from the episode. But um, yeah, Seamus, you excited about that? Yeah, I hold, 100? Ha- I hold my hands up. It's uh, it's a concern about that uh, dropping a boo-boo on these uh, live streams. But no, we, uh, as I said, what we're doing right now is essentially a live stream, just we're recording it and then submitting it afterwards. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, like you said there, definitely leave us something in the comments if you have a preference for the United-Sheffield game on the Wednesday or the Spurs-Liverpool game on the Thursday um, or send us a message on uh, you know Twitter. So we can be found on Twitter, at FPL Hangover. I'm at FPL Drunk. And uh, yeah, there'll definitely be a few tweets in there. And I think as well, we we, we might start. We're gonna have to try and throw out some mugs here as well. I've got a I've got a I've got a heap of mugs here, uh, FPL merch here that to, we need to, to send to uh, advertise. Ooh, ooh, I wish Sexy I was wearing my, my sequin dress. I'm not. <laughs> it's just uh, oh yeah, the the listeners. Yeah, I'm showing off a mug to the camera. You can hear it though. Uh, solid mug. That's a solid mug. No cowboys yeah. making that, Ted. No, there you go. Sip a beer, sip a tea for the working man. You probably can't read it, but it says it. Uh, yeah, that's you're right, James. We need to start throwing them out because there is a couple of boxes lying around that we didn't really get onto. I suppose it's kind of tough, you know. It's not like there's a global pandemic going on or something like that where we're not thinking of, uh, yeah. you know, how do we throw mugs at people? Uh, but yeah, I think you suggested that we do again. There'll be more info on this coming up, but that we do some kind of raffle live on air in a live on the live stream maybe not a raffle live but anyone anyone who's um anyone who's in or watching us live and drops a comment or a like or anything like that gets automatically entered into a draw and then we pull a name out of the hat or out of our ass and uh send a mug out to somebody maybe somewhere and hopefully it's not somebody in like central africa or you know some place that because the postage man the shipping Brexit. I would, I would gladly pay that probably... stuff if it meant we had a fan sitting down in central fucking Africa listening to the FBL hangover. I Something would gladly pay yeah. the fucking postage well, for that shit. It, to be honest, it's probably easier to send a mug to somebody in Gabon or Equatorial Guinea right now than it is to get someone in exactly. London with Brexit. Exactly. So. Bang on, Seamus. You touched on the gory details there, but uh, in case you missed it, you can reach out to us on uh, Twitter at FBL Hangover and Seamus is at FBL Drunk. Uh, if you do want to send us an email, any of the things we suggested tonight, you want to reach out to us or just, just have the laws uh, at FB, or FBL Hangover at gmail.com. That's the, the email address. Seamus, do you want to wish any of our listeners a, you know, a nice message before their game week 20s? No, you're putting me on the spot here, Jer. Uh, but he's just not say... on the spot because I do this every episode. <laughs> you have to, you know this. I'm sorry to do this again, but look, I'll just wish yours. May yours be green, guys. So that's why you said it. You're gonna blame me because you're gonna revert to the mean. That's what you were gonna do. You know what? I'm not. This because I said I I had kind of almost retired that phrase. I hadn't said it like all season. I brought it back a couple of game weeks ago. But I'm gonna like I think I got a green arrow that's a week, so like I feel like maybe I should it's a good luck charm. So okay, well may your arrows be green, you're right, James. And for me, as I said, lads, enjoy game week twenty. Uh let us know what you think of the episode and uh God bless. Bye.